everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. You listened last week. We were in the middle of a conversation with Aaron and Jill of Two Small Coins. And here we go with part two. Now I have to. You had an idea. <laughs> you had an idea to go part two. Yeah, here's part two. We, da, 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 we don't need. <laughs> we don't. We don't need any music or no, anything. No, we don't. No, <laughs> no. Okay. He's always trying to take away my music. I worked hard on that. Music. Well, I'm like, we don't need to waste a minute. We might as well just talk to the people. Well, we've wasted thirty seconds now. You and me debating about the music. <laughs> right. Oh. It was entertaining. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so where we left the conversation before, we were talking about kind of what happens around like holidays and things. Now, I think there's awareness around, um, hey, it's Thanksgiving, hey, it's Christmas, and those things kind of, everybody gets busy in their own stuff. There are those personal moments as well where there's, uh, you know, like you might not know a birthday, you might not know the first date, you might not know that. Um, I think I saw something where like you want to have those touch points with those people on those dates because there's probably time that they you wouldn't even know would be needed if you didn't know them, but Tell us about why that's a meaningful thing, those small things that are happening throughout the year. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, when you're married to someone, you're, you're sharing so much, right? And you've got memories and you've got dates and you've got, like you said, your first date or um, they, they build on each other and you don't realize sometimes how many of those you have until a person's gone. And, um, I think it, it is nice to be able to share with people, even those smaller, those smaller days or those smaller memories, or now you have the iPhones and Facebook and things that pull up memories for you. So maybe it's a normal day, but they've just triggered and pulled up a memory for you. And, um, you know, I think one of the greatest gifts people give me through grief as a friend is to say, tell me about Christian, whether they, you know, if they didn't know him, now we live in a new state, um, where none of my friends knew him, but, um, I love it when people want to know him still, because that keeps him alive for me and for my kids. And, um, that's a, that's a gift for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we just want to kind of, make sure that the widow who's going through her grief understands that it's okay if, you know, I mean, your wedding anniversary or, you know, I know, like my sister is the type of person who can hold every date in her head. She remembers the day that all of my grandparents passed away. Um, she remembers every date of everything and I'm not great with that. <laughs> so we, like, but your own personal date is always going to be a big day for you. Right. And we want to make sure that, again, we provide that comfort of knowing, like, okay, we see you. We know that this day is special for you, even though if it's just a random Wednesday for the rest of the world, it still matters to you, and that means that it's important. Sure. So um, can you tell us a little bit about, like, your actual, like, like your nonprofit, like two small coins. I know you're telling us now, like what you're doing and everything like that. But um, are you guys uh, like how many of you are there that work? Are you just the two of you, you know, bootstrapping this up right now and getting it going, or are you having enlisting family and friends? How are you doing this? 
That's a very good question. <laughs> Some of both. Well, that's what Brian and I do with this. So this is, hey, this is, this is great. Though. It's- yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are, we are, we're very new. We're in the first year of right. this, you know, I mean, we're official. We're a 501c3. Um, but it is just Jill and I, we have two board members um, who are from our widow support group here. So we've got a really solid group of women who have walked this journey that are um, pooling our resources to run this. And yeah, we're in the midst of fundraising, volunteer raising. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> we put our idea for the Hope Stockings just out into the world and we had a community member jump on it and she hosted like a sewing shower oh, and great. there were yeah. maybe 12 ladies who brought their little sewing machines and we brought fabric and we cut and they sewed all night and I think we're up to like 140 stockings right now that have already been sewn okay. and it was important to us we wanted to have them be handmade like special made for you for when the widow opens it. Um, so that part of the initiative is going strong. Uh, we just started fundraising just last month. Uh, that's going fairly well. Uh, so for right now, it's, it's us. We're going out and talking to churches. And we just spoke to our local county school counselors just to let them know that we're here as a resource if they have a family in their school that needs us. Um, and we have lots of other big plans. Right. So you're, you're touching, you're doing a lot of different, you're touching a lot of different things right now, but you're really focused on the stockings, which is great. Yes. Um, how can, I know like we're, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on this later, but how can people like me and Brian help you? Like would, uh, you know, monetary donation be the best thing or, you know, cause we don't live near each other. So, what right. if somebody mm-hmm. listening to this wants to help? What's their what's their best way to help? Yeah, um, I think you know for for us, um, prayer and thinking about the widows that are here now and um, the ones that are still yet to come, and that's something we always have in our mind that there right. are widows here to support now, and there's always going to be new ones. So just bathing those people in prayer already is always um, the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is monetary donations are super helpful. Um, As we gather the items that we've picked to go in each stocking um, with Christmas coming, that's a big push right now. What else would you say? And I think... um... What we love about the stockings is that even if you're not local to us here, we can still provide a stocking right. anywhere. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's so, a great point. I was going to actually ask yeah. that. Like, are you guys... Yes. We will ship we'll to ship wherever anywhere. they need to go. Our mission is really just to bring comfort on Christmas morning to as many widows as we can. Um, and our... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um Right now, the stockings cost $100 for each stocking. So if you wanted to buy a stocking for a widow, it would be a $100 donation. Uh, What else? Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, our goal is to send 100 this year. We have over 100 made of stockings. Um, 
it just depends on how much uh, fundraising we can do and right. how many we can stuff. And obviously, so, like, it's not just a one-year thing. Like, you guys are going to do this every right. year. So it's not, like, going to go to waste on anything. You're it's not going to go to waste. Absolutely. Right. And, um, yeah. So let's talk about uh, what fits into a stocking. It would be great if you could fit a new car into a stocking, but not quite the key. I tried, Brian. She said no. <laughs> it was a little much. It was a little much. I mean, if we could, that'd be great. Let's, let's talk about like small business owners or talk about big businesses, right? We don't have to talk about that. The people that make goods and, goods and things that you can put into a stocking, right? Tell us what makes mm -hmm. a good stocking stuffer. If you say, like, you know, I have things I could contribute, what are the types of items that you think would be most meaningful to fill these stockings with? Very good question. That was a good question. I mean, right now we have picked certain things that we're definitely putting in um, from that we feel like support a widow in their grief. And they have been things that have been supportive to us. Like we have a very specific devotional book that we want in every one that is actually not for grief, the technical book, but man, does it speak to you when you're grieving. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it was a life-saving yeah. tool for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say if it speaks to you when you're grieving, it's for grief. It's, it's worth, yeah, it's 100%. What it is. That's what it is. Right. So. And we have also picked out a very specific necklace that is made by an artist, I believe, in Nashville. Um, and it is, the heart behind it is for widows. And the story behind it is to kind of provide a message of God has more for you. Like your life is not over just because your person is no longer here. Um, so that's another piece that we want to make sure goes into every Did step. you say they're based in Nashville? I think so. I think she is now that you say that. Make, make, it's called the Yes Necklace. The Yes Necklace. Okay, I'll do some research here to see if I... Yeah, okay. do some research. I Brian knows a lot of people. A, You'd be surprised who he knows up there. I got a guy. <laughs> She's yeah. a um, Christian musician, yeah. correct? He may, he may actually okay. know her at that point. What's the name? Yeah. Her name is Holly. I don't know more than All right. That. Well, I'll, Holly, if you're listening to this podcast or if you are Holly's friend, <laughs> yes. please contact me. Through. Please contact us. Yeah, the story is beautiful. Great. Her okay. website and story of why she created this is beautiful. Wonderful. Wonderful. So... Yeah. Would it be, I mean, I, I like, so the, the whole point of the stocking obviously is support, but it's also a, a real thing of hope, right? It's so yeah. people aren't so depressed because the holidays is difficult for almost, I would think any grown person has some kind of trauma associated with the holiday, whether right. it's good or bad, but yeah. the, it's really a story of hope, right? Like you want to yeah. let these people know they're supported. They're not forgotten. And that's, yeah. that's the yeah. real thing, right? Cause yeah. I mean, and that's our tagline, bringing hope to right, the widowed. Right. Yep. And yeah, I did read that. That's why I kind of like, uh, mm -hmm. I've been trying to catch up on like, like Jill's stuff on her blog and everything. I've been reading it throughout the years, kind of on and off, but, um, <laughs> like, like your new entry was really good. Jill does a blog. It's really good. We'll put the, Thank we'll put you. it in the show notes. We'll put two small coins up in the show notes, but, um, could you tell us a little more about that? Like giving the hope to people and why that's so important. Yes. Um, I actually, we've been working the last few weeks of, on our like actual business plan 
so if you're a business person, don't be stressed that we are still working on that even after we have incorporated. <laughs> but one of the pieces within that is to figure out your needs analysis and why your services are so needed. And I will say that everyone we've spoken to about what it is we're doing has said, yes, this is needed. This is not out there. There's not resources for widows. Um, and in doing some of the research to figure out the needs analysis, just the statistics of, uh, I don't know the right word, the statistics for health for somebody who has become widowed are depressing in and right. of themselves. Right. Um, and I think it's because a lot of times you'd have all that support real early on and then it yeah. goes away sure. and you are still left with this big grief that you don't know what to do with. And I think hope, the reason we put that as our focus is that um, I think hope is something that can keep you going. And right. we're, we're looking for little tokens little tidbits that it's like you are not alone in this so that you can have a little bit of hope of getting through getting to the other side right because it's um, about it's about making it through it but then also coming out the other end and not mm -hmm. just being a shell of a person like you you want right. to, you have to be there for you if you have kids if, yeah even if you don't have kids but it's right. you know it's it's difficult so you want to building be able, a life yeah on the other end of it right, right? At some it's point. like you're yeah. your life's not over <laughs> Well, yeah, which is part absolutely. of that yes necklace story like say yes to life like you, right you've got more on this earth to do and keep going and i think we've cheer all you on and support you and i think we've all had bad stuff happen and like sometimes yeah. i think some people like it's not even like a why me feeling but it's like it's like like why did this happen right. you know and it's and you have to kind of like come to that's part of the the process too like grieving through change and people don't like change anyway mm -hmm. and then you throw a change that is like it's never going to be the same so mm -hmm. i think that when you give people hope you're telling them look you know what hope is this is the hope for a better future for you and for your life because it's not like you said it's not over and i think that's really important to let people work on that because i i do think in yeah. even in the broader society like people don't touch on this these topics and right. they're, you know, they're always like, oh yeah, go to therapy and you talk to somebody and for, you know, your hour a week for, or hour a month, whatever you can afford. But, mm -hmm. you know, then you have a support group of people like you guys have gone through a, a, not the, not the exact same trauma, but you know, the, a shared trauma where you have something mm -hmm. in common. So I think it's important for that resource to be available for people. So that's a good, good thing. Yeah. And and we're working to build a mentor program and a coaching program for widows that widows further down the road are helping widows who are That's what I was going to ask. Starting like, out. like what was the, because we've kind of really touched on the stockings, which is great. Mm -hmm. And we're telling what you're doing right now, but what was the, the future? And so you're saying you're, you're looking at in the future, like a mentorship program. So were you, yeah. were you thinking like, yeah. um, like a one, like you guys like actually like get together one-on-one -on -one and mentor each other? Or are you thinking of online kind of things or what are you, I mean, I, I guess this could branch out to be infinitely large. So. Right. We're thinking of all of it. 
Yes and yes. Yes and yes. <laughs> All the things. Uh, we hope to that you will teach us how to run a podcast. Yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, the thing is that's, uh, like, Brian and I, like, we actually are starting to build, like, we should have done this at the beginning, like, more like where you guys are at, but because it wasn't such a big thing, um, building the community that is already, the people you're already touching, loop them into a a community aspect, like, a closed community with you guys. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you have a Discord or something where you can get together and just talk and, Mm -hmm. you know, you can do voice, video, or just text, because sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, let's say you're like on this context, let's say you're grieving, you might not want somebody to see you on video, you know, you might not want someone to hear your voice, like the quivering in your voice or whatever, but you don't mind texting somebody or, you know, talking like that. So I think that to have the options available to people and the ways Mm -hmm. to communicate are good. And it's um, great for a community to have that. So that's, like I said, that's something Brian and I are actually, we're kind of playing catch up on now, but Mm -hmm. we're, and I've got some help with some friends and, Brian's talked to some people, but yeah, you need as many people as you can to help you out. So we're, and all him and I have no problem helping you guys. So yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. In the, in the spirit of uh, help me, help you, help me, help you in that situation. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned earlier that, you know, bec- you're kind of in the early stages of, his, of doing not-for-profit work. And I think that just hearing, hearing both your hearts on what this personally means to you and also what it practically means to offer hope to, to others in need, right? Um, mm-hmm. A question I had earlier was this, like, you know, how, how do you make money after, you know, in this, fa- I mean, you don't lack for things to do and stuff like that. So in this transition phase, obviously, of like to give to this mission is where you guys are headed. In the interim, mm-hmm. how can they, I, do you guys work for yourselves? Are you self-employed? How can other people hire you and see you for other things that you can bring to a table? Oh, I love that question. We've talked about that a little. Uh, (laughs) Erin is our president because she is kind of full-time, two small coins, building our community, making our appointments. She tells me when to be places, and I am there. (laughs) (laughs) I am still kind of working full-time in my regular job as well, but... um, One thing that we are passionate about, and especially Erin, I'll let her talk more about it, that she is an artist, and she can lead like art therapy grief groups. Um, We would really love to be able to start offering that as a service uh, for different groups, whether it's church groups or companies. Um, I'll let you maybe talk more about that. Yeah. Yeah, my background is in life coaching and art therapy, and um, I think that's that's where my heart is coming from of the mentoring program, um, the coaching program, and running groups for people, and like you said, in all platforms, online, local, I mean, heck, I'll travel. I love to travel. I'll go anywhere. Right. Italy, do you hear me calling? Give you a plane ticket, you're there. I'm there. I am there. I will see you there. Um, Yeah, I think we want to be a voice in the world um, that grief can be talked about, right? Grief 
and healing and hope and hard things can be talked about. And I think um, it's important, whether that's in your company setting, whether that's in a church setting, whether that's in someone's home. I mean, I think you just feel valued when you're like, people care about what's going on in my life. And we hope to kind of open up that conversation and, and bring what we have to offer and our tools and our experience and teach people how to share. And a lot of people don't want to open up about their grief, you know, and that's okay. It's got to be on their time. That's the thing you can't, people will send us, you know, or tell us about a widow and we're like, Hey, we're here. We will reach out, but it's got to be on their time. And when they're ready to go through it. Um, can we, can I just so, touch on that for a little bit? Because, yeah. uh, you know, folks, if you, you didn't hear the conversation prior to hitting the record button and stuff, but you know, social media was, you know, how Josh and I kind of saw what was going on in Jill's life over the years. You know, those people that st- stand in front of Instagram and ugly cry and they record themselves ugly crying mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. have the zoom just right, you know, while the ring lights on, watch some ugly cry. Okay. Those aren't the people that really need the help. <laughs> Probably those people are <laughs> ugly crying in the corner because they have to get an ugly cry out and put on a game face to go back to their children. Right. So yeah, right. here, the leading tip is that if you know, somebody has gone through this and everything looks like hey, everything's good, right? Don't just mm-hmm. assume that it's good. That may be the, the mm-hmm. manager face you have to put on in order to mm-hmm. kind of get through the day to go do the things you got to do. Right. So just realize that um, just because of appearances, it doesn't mean that everything is okay. And I think that when people say, Oh, it looks good. We're good. But this is actually mm-hmm. stopping and saying, Hmm, let me look at this differently. Or let me ask mm-hmm. a different question about it. Right. Right. And I also think I love that. And I think it's a part of our role now that I'm thinking about it is <laughs> teaching, teaching, I don't know if that's the right word, showing widows, it's okay, or anyone grieving, it's okay to not be okay. Right. Like, it is okay to not have that game face on. I remember my first few months, the place that made me the most angry were the businesses, I won't mention them, um, that their philosophy was to be super nice to the customers. It's a great business philosophy. They, how are you? Welcome. How's your day going? That is a really hard question for someone who is grieving. That's a very abrupt, it's like, it is not going well. I'm here to get my beverage and move on. You know, like, (laughs) don't ask me. (laughs) I don't know you. Um, But I think just us sharing and, and saying, it's okay to be a mess. And it's also our responsibility as grievers to say, we need help. You know, no one's going to magically know what we need. Sometimes you don't know what you need, but you just know you need things. And so you just got to be like, I don't know what I need, but I need the things. And you got to help me figure it out. Um, being honest about that. So it's, it's both sides, right? It's a relationship. Very good. Um, you had mentioned, Jill, earlier in the podcast, like, hey, you know what? Take my children, please. It sounds like an old like comedy line, right? Take my wife, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> outside of taking children name two other things that you would love to somebody just to approach you with you know what i thought of this i'm going to do this for you because it takes you having to think of it in the first place like what's right. a good thing for people just kind of tuck in the back of their mind to say i could offer yes. these three things and i will say that one of the things that we are working on building is we are going to start posting a whole lot of blog posts about what you can do if someone in your life is grieving 
um, some of these real concrete, like, hey, remember this in the future if you happen to know somebody who needs it. But I think one of our very favorite stories was one of the widows in our support group said that right after her husband passed, she had a friend who texted and said, Tuesday morning, all your laundry on your front step. Wednesday morning, it will be back, folded. And because it was done like through the front step, the widow never had to be ready. She never had to engage in conversations she didn't want to. And yet the laundry was done. Um, I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've seen other people too who have like done, now that we live in the world of DoorDash and right. yeah. everything. Everything, know. yeah, not contactless. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I've read stories of people who have ordered groceries for a friend two states away. And, you know, what do you need from the store? I'm getting it for you. And or just send a bag of groceries. Um, One of the things that we wanted to do uh, this past year, and we kind of ran out of time, but we hope to do in the future is, you know, the night before Mother's Day, drop a little bag of something for mom to do with her kids the next day. Um, Whether it be like, a bunch of ice cream supplies and a movie, um, you know, pancake mix and a puzzle, just something so that she doesn't have to think about what she's going to go get in order to try and create a memory with her children. Yeah. That's I good. love that. Yep. It's a, it's a lead time thing because mm-hmm. I would imagine that your brain starts to engage. Oh, it's coming up on Mother's Day. I should probably start thinking about that. And then you but don't in, think in, there, in your world, you need to think about that like seven or eight months ahead of time. So, because <laughs> <Right. laughs> if you've got a hundred or more yeah. people right. yes. that yeah. you're trying to do, that's a lot of coordination. And I, I do a lot of logistical stuff and I know that that's, coordinating people is uh, a lot like herding cats. It's a very difficult thing to do, you know, and like, uh, yeah. but at least when you have concrete like days, like, you know, if like Mother's Day, Christmas, Right. Um, mm-hmm. Father's Day would be a big day. You know, like mm-hmm. yep. all that. I mean, you know, okay, I have to be ready here. So by this date, I have to have this ready. I need to have this. I got to have this. So right. I could see that, um, yeah, it's, you're going to have a lot of work. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely are ready. You are ready. You guys are ready. So let's do uh, it. <laughs> by the way, Joe, you never did say what you did full time. So are you like contractable? Do you? Do you work for a W-2 situation? What do you do? I wish that I could be. Um, I actually, like I write, I'm a technical writer for a corporation. So Yeah. The goal is that two small coins is our Mm full-time job. Yeah. We don't want there to be enough need for it. Sure. (laughs) Unfortunately. Well, the reality is the need is already there. It's already there. You guys are just trying to fill the, the, the need that's already present. And that's where, yeah. Um, yeah, you're not like creating the need. It's there. Yeah. So it's there. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's the goal. Yeah. I, I work between two small coins and I have my own sure. coaching practice. Sure. And so I think, but the goal is, is two small coins. And I, I would say to you guys too, is like, take your way you guys met as like a, a real affirmation that the need is there because that's yeah. how you met. Now, if you can right. facilitate that and kind of, purposely put people together that's right that's what you're trying to do which is great because a lot of people don't know how to reach out to people or 
they don't have, they know, like you said, they know somebody that's grieving and maybe that person does want help, but they live in a place where there's nobody else. Right. Or, you know, how hard it is to talk to your family about stuff like that. Like, so right. it'd be great to have, you know, somebody else talk to them, which would be one of right. you guys or somebody that exactly. works with you. So Exactly. And we love that that in this day and age, technology can right. bridge those gaps, right? Yeah. Bridge the distance. And social media with all of its bad things, it's still good, too. And so you got to mm-hmm. you got to keep using you know, like even like you said, you send the groceries. That's the inter- that's a great thing about the internet. You know, it's right. like I can go right. log on and send groceries to somebody that lives in California. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, so so great for community. If uh, somebody were to fill your guys' stockings right now, you're doing this whole thing. So like, boy, besides <laughs> the new car that's like in there, like you know, what are some <laughs> of the things going? Like, man, I just need me some of that because uh, yeah. let people know. What's on your guys' list of like, man, I wish somebody would just do this or I would love this kind of thing. Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> take my children, please. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take every art supply known to man. <laughs> like, just, just stuff it. Like, with- my mind went somewhere altogether different. <laughs> I like desperately need good sharp knives. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I want plane tickets. Oh. We want plane tickets somewhere. Let's really you dream. You can't that. bring the knives on the plane, Jill. I'm just telling you. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I'll leave them at home because I desperately need them. But yeah, yeah. that's that's a, it's a great question. I don't, you know, I think. Um, I will say the one thing that she put in my stocking last year was one of those wine glasses that you leave in the freezer. Oh, yeah, I've seen And those. it's just perpetually cold. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I had a beer glass It's like just that. ready at any moment. 9 a.m. is college. Suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> I had a beer glass like that. It was actually kind of awesome until it just broke. Uh, it broke one day, but. Um, oh, bummer. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's good. Yeah. Well, ladies, yeah. tell us, uh, tell the listeners and everybody how they can kind of find out more about you if they want to go search the web and do things like. How, what's the best way for them to kind of learn what, what you're about and help support you? Thank you. Yeah, you can find us um, online. Our website's uh, twosmallcoins.net. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Two Small Coins Inc. And, I mean, here's my your cell phone. It's out there. 626-487-8246. Text me. <laughs> That's a bold move. <laughs> That's a bold move. <laughs> Um, I, but like literally we have our, we have our, our personal emails and our phone numbers. So would Um, the, would the big best place just be go to your website? Go to our website. And everything is indexed there for them and they can get a hold of you. You know, we have a lot of big plans. Um, again, we're just getting started. So really the best way we did add a link now to a form to submit your widow's name for a stocking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but if that's too much or too confusing or you're not sure of the information, send us an email. We are more than happy to try and get directly in touch with them to kind of see where they're at and if they're ready to talk to us or if they just need a card so that they can call when they become ready. Okay. Um, we really want to make it clear that we are not going to be like bombarding them like talk about your grief 
right. share with us. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's not who we want to be. And that's not helpful. No. Um, yeah, because if they're not ready to receive the help, right. that it's just yeah. not going to be helpful. And some of the help that we are doing, some of the services we're providing, which we're starting in our local area in Georgia, but we hope to expand everywhere, is practical stuff like my car broke down my plumbing is off like we're we're trying to connect widows with people they can trust to get that kind of work done that you may not know the resources and so we're looking to spread that kind of help too so um but yeah reach out and i would say that's another big push other than the stockings is send send if you have someone that you want a stocking set to Go to our website and fill out that form because we're we're collecting names as we speak and building our list of who's going to get a stocking this year, and it's exciting. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Let's put a comma here in the conversation, folks, and hopefully uh, this won't be the last time we talk to Aaron and Jill ever. And if you know somebody that could use the, the love, care, and support, please feel please go to their website and put their name in, and you know keep the keep hope alive. And just by doing these small things to keep, uh, you know, that front and center. So until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity. This is Aaron. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, I thought you pointed to me. No, I did. I'm sorry. (laughs) He did. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to pretend we edited it. Until next time, this is Brian. This is Josh. This is Aaron. And this is Jill. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Okay. All right. Mark the clip there. Should I play the theme song out, Josh? Did you want? No. To don't worry about it. All right. Cool. <laughs> I just marked it. Should I stop recording? Yes, please. Right. <laughs> Josh is like, no. Oh wow.